Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Wow, two episodes in one night. There is so much ground to cover. But first, allow me to introduce myself. I'm your host, James Wallington, and with me tonight is... Hi, you guys. I'm Susanna Kim. You can find me on Twitter at Susanna underscore Kim. And you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington. And of course, we're both in the live chat, so we will keep the conversation going with all of you at home. But two episodes to recap. Let's just dive right in, Susanna. So So much to talk about. At the start of the first episode, it seems like rain is really wearing down on all of the castaways. Everyone is struggling with the weather and the conditions. How how do you think you would have done in those conditions? Oh, not at all. I would not have done any of it. (laughs) I wouldn't be there. I couldn't. I couldn't. I just, I I can barely handle 60 degrees and we're here in LA. And I'm like, oh, shivering. Like, literally my teeth chatter when it gets to, I just camp. Well, I, it's definitely brutal for every single one of them. I mean, it's night 25, so they're like barely to the end of the game. They're almost there, but not enough. On. And everyone is just miserable due to the weather. Even Sarah's like, you know, I feel like I'm playing a pretty decent game. I was on the bottom, and now I'm slowly creeping my way up to the top, but this rain is a real bitch. Right? And that just kind of sets the tone for the first like 15, 20 minutes, because even when we get to the reward challenge, mm-hmm. the rain is still coming down. Yeah. And there was one point when Jeff said, you know, let me tell you about this challenge challenge and we'll see if it's worth it. And the way he worded that, it sounded like he was going to give them an ultimatum. Like, you guys can either compete in the reward challenge today or you don't have to because of the weather. Right. Did you get that feeling from yeah, him? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, his commentary the whole episode, I felt like, was just very poking, you know? Like, just, you know, kind of like, hey, do this or not, you yeah. know? I thought or, you, or guys. you could just suffer. I mean, that works too. Yeah. Well, Keith was probably my favorite person in the ring because he said it best, in my opinion. He said, people think Survivor is fun, but hell no. Mm-mm. Going on a cruise is fun. Yeah. Fishing is fun. I mean, look at me. Yeah. Let's talk about Keith for a second, too, because I think he's a player that hasn't really been given a lot of air time. Mm -hmm. But the way he talked tonight about the rain, he said that he's going to battle the elements and kind of be the last one standing. I feel like in Keith's game of Survivor, in his world, Mm -hmm. the way to win the game is just to be the last man standing. Oh, yeah. I don't think he really understands the strategy part of the game. Right, exactly. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. He doesn't. Yeah, I I think he's definitely going for, like, the old school mentality of, you know, win it out, be a nice guy, help out around camp, you know? I mean, 
I think there's something to be said about feeling like the survivor in life, and I would hope that the the ultimate survivor would be someone that's kind, you know, not necessarily someone that's going to be backstabbing. But of course, we're talking about Survivor on CBS, so you right. know, <laughs> it's not exactly life. But yeah, I mean, I see where he's coming from. But yeah, you're right; he's totally oblivious to that actual like social game, right? And that's just kind of like where I feel with Keith is just you know you can't you don't have to be the last one standing to win Survivor. You, right. There's things that come into this like outwit, outplay, and outlast, exactly. and I would like to see that from Keith, but. Day 25 already in the game of Survivor Second Chance, and I just have not seen that. Yeah, but the things he was saying was pretty, I mean, it was endearing. He's like, I would, I would stay 50 days out here for a million dollars, and that's true. Like, suck it up, people. You and know? as Steven Sosa said in the live chat, Keith is just there for entertainment, and I kind of agree. Yeah. At the reward challenge, Tasha talks about how they're exhausted, the winner just takes so much energy out of you, and then Jeff's like, well, let me explain the challenge. And then we'll figure out if you guys wanted it, if it's worth it. And mm-hmm. of course, the moment he mentions that the winner of the reward will be taken away from the rain with the roof over their head, mm-hmm. given a feast, everyone just lit up and we're like ready to compete. Right. It's like the rain didn't even matter anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. They had one goal to get to. <laughs> team number one, Wentworth, Kimmy, Fishback, Jeremy, and Keith with team number two, Tasha, Abby, Joe, Spencer, and Sierra. Just really quick side note, I don't know if it annoys you as much as it does me, but when he calls them the purple team, I'm thinking, are you, is that really purple? I, know, yeah. I see pink. I see pink. Right? We'll see fuchsia at the most, but right, yeah, for but sure it's they're pink. They're not a purple, they're not team purple. Just side yeah. note, I just wanted to throw no, that out there if anyone else caught onto that. Obviously, uh, during the reward challenge, there was a lot of wrestling oh, and tackling. So good. And I don't know if you noticed this, but it's something that really stuck out to me is that whenever. You know, there's a face-off, and Joe was in one group, and Steven was in the other. It mm. seemed like Steven was so much more focused on knocking Joe, Joe down. Out. Oh, totally. It seems like that storyline, which we'll definitely talk about in the second episode, Obviously. continues to play out, is Steven is just so obsessed with Joe. What is that? I don't get it. What is that? But Do he, you... every shot of Steven in the competition was him trying to tackle right. Joe or prevent Joe from like, being the golden boy in the challenge. Was he, like, always attacked by the golden boy as a child? I don't know what's going on there. He's got some sort of complex that some he just can't... Some sort of golden boy complex. Can't get that out of his brain. No, no. I totally... But also Joe throwing Kimmy around oh and God. taking... Not even, like, throwing. It's dragging just like, Wentworth. Yeah. It's like, he's like, <laughs> I've, like I've been watching Heroes on Netflix. I'm just like, I'm thinking of Joe, like... Putting his hand out and like beams coming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just knocking Kimmy on her butt, and it was oh just so God. funny. Even just Wentworth would try Wentworth. to go for Joe and Joe, would oh be, and they would just both fly Did you back. see? It like for a second, Wentworth was gonna bite him. Yeah, <laughs> God, like, man, this is brutal. Vicious. Vicious. I loved it. Oh, that was a great challenge. I love how everyone in the live chat. Just again, side note: we have <laughs> Hannah forty six oh six saying it was pink. S. Beamer, 77, pink. (laughs) Joseph Boza, I see pink too. I think he could be colorblind. Right? I thought maybe it was the HD that was thrown off the color. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this stuff's real vibrant. So it just looks pink to us. But no, I see. (laughs) So funny. Oh, Jeff Probst. (sighs) Moving forward in the reward challenge, of course... Joe's team won. Of course. I was very excited because whenever Spencer wins a reward, I'm like, yay, Spencer. (laughs) I'm just so excited for him. So Tasha, Joe, Spencer, Sierra, and Abby win the reward. Mm -hmm. They got to experience the Cambodian culture firsthand Mm -hmm. while getting dry and enjoying a feast. We see a little bit of emotion from Sierra talking about how she's missing her kids and her husband just by watching the Cambodian families around them while they feast, which I thought was, I like little moments like that in Survivor. 
totally sweet. It was totally sweet and also a little confusing because, like, two seconds later, she was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's why I'm here because of my family. And then she goes straight into strategy. I was like, all right. Straight into strategy. And that's <laughs> oh, when she starts man. planting seeds about a blind side on yes. Stephen, which mm-hmm. I think is brilliant because, yes, everyone knows that Stephen has an advantage. And when you're not aware of what that advantage is, mm-hmm. it can be very intimidating. Exactly. So Sierra planting those seeds, I think, kind of set the course for the rest of both episodes. Both, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the two of them, too. Exactly. Sierra and Steven. Ugh. Back at camp, though, everyone is talking about Joe being a target. So mm-hmm. it seems like Steven's name is the forefront of strategy conversation as well as Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe has been prime number one, like, you know, person that everyone's going after. Right. So Wentworth was pretty vocal in that movement at the shelter about yeah. it being Joe. I, I don't know how I felt about that. Because she said at one point, she was like, you can't keep winning immunities like that. And I was like, like what? That's right. what you're supposed to do. That's what everyone's trying to do. I think maybe she's kind of just like grasping at straws yeah, just to see what so. kind of gives. Because see what else if you're on the bottom, say. you're going to stay on the seat where the voting blocks right. lie. Excuse me, voting blocks. <laughs> Man, we that all was, know there's alliances. Those were like, I haven't heard that before the whole season. And all of a sudden, I was all over this episode voting blocks here, voting blocks there. I was like, all right. <laughs> Thought we were talking about alliances before, but now it's just moved on. Mm-hmm. Then we saw a little bit of emotion from Kimmy, which I loved. I think mm-hmm. you know Kimmy's one of those people that ha- hasn't gotten much screen time. So She's when we do flying. see Kimmy, it brings me back to season two. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm always going to be team old school. Aww. Always. She's obviously talking about her oldest son who had or has kidney disease and right. was in the hospital for 49 days. And she's saying, if you can get through that, you can get through a little Cambodian rain. Yeah. So I loved and appreciated her positivity. Oh, sweet. And then Steven, with his little soundbite that made me go, hmm, he goes, I feel like I'm in a great position, but you can never say that on Survivor because then you end up going home. But then on the flip side, moments later, he's having a meltdown, crying about his gastrointestinal distress. Poor thing is just one hot mess. Yeah. And, And not just the gastrointestinal stuff. His feet. Oh my gosh. Swollen, they're they just wrinkled awful. and prune-like and just... I like how everyone was commenting on them too. Straight up people were like, that's gross. It made me, yeah, <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Well, even in the next Poor day guy. when they woke up on the morning of day 26, Stephen's stomach is just really suffering. Mm. And he was in and out of the shelter all night during the rainstorm. He is just crying in his little interview about how the sun just needs to come up for like 15 minutes. That's yeah. all I need. It's just a ray of hope, but... Hi, hi, hi. Poor yeah. Steven. I really, for a minute, thought that Steven was going to quit. Yeah, me too. It I was really Steven thought show for that it was going to get to that point where he's like, I just can't do this. Right. And I will say, like, you know, I I had competed on a survival competition show, and when you get to that point, like, no one else around you, and even the viewers at home, are ever going to understand what you're going through. And that's when I kind of felt a little empathy with Steven, because right. I was like, I know what you're going that through in the sense point. that... You know what your body is telling you. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you could be the strongest person out there and mm-hmm. want to keep going. You could have a lot of heart where you're like, I don't want to give up. I'm a competitor. Right. But when your body is telling you you're sick and you're oh. worn down, there's nothing you can do yeah, about that. Nature. No matter how hard you yeah. try to talk yourself through it. <laughs> so I felt really bad for Steven tonight. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I can understand that. During the immunity challenge, Steven was asked by Jeff Probst, how, how has it been? He goes, it's been terrible. We haven't slept in days, eaten in days. I feel like I went from survival mode to personal life mode. And yeah. that's when I, again, kind of can relate to Steven in that. Jeff makes a proposal, which I feel like was the first time in Survivor history. Mm-hmm. I have an opportunity to greatly improve your shelter. 
Right now, there's construction crew at your camp. They'll redo your shelter, waterproof your roof. Mm-hmm. It'll be covered. But I need five people to give up their shot at immunity Ugh. in this challenge. Epic. What did you think of that? I loved it. I didn't think it would turn out the way it was. Me neither. At all. I thought, it'd, if anything, I thought maybe it'd be like four people. It'd be a huge upset. And then, you know, they'd all have to do the challenge. And that would be, co- you know, like cost so much drama. I did not expect it to be Joe and Keith. Really? I completely Joe, obviously. Agree. Joe, I thought it would be dumb if he didn't. But right. Keith, like, just Interesting. Keith? Yeah. And you know, I, I agree with you in the sense that I was surprised that eight out of the ten mm-hmm. said, yeah, we want better shelter. Mm-hmm. I think that goes to show how bad the conditions were. Right, that's very As viewers, true. we kind of get a little glimpse into that. Right, right. But damn. Yeah. But it, it did not surprise me at all that Joe oh. had a black rock. Yeah. But what was great was that Okay, because a lot of them were thinking, and especially Sierra, she was all very, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of everyone else, and I'm going to give up my chance so, you know, so everyone else can have a better shelter or whatever. When Keith's stance sort of on it, it wasn't necessarily that he was worried about, like, being voted out or anything. He wanted to get out the golden child, you know? So he was kind of, like, putting himself on the line so that he could try to beat out Joe, you know what I mean? To sort of help everyone out that way, you know? So I thought that, yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, a little endearing on Keith's part that his mentality wasn't totally selfish either, you know? I like that. Well, of course it paid off for Joe because (laughs) it just was Joe versus Keith. And unfortunately, Keith dropped his ball, which meant Joe is again walking away <laughs> victorious <gasps> with an immunity necklace. Four in a row. Four in a row. I don't row. know that I've seen that before. Four in a row. In I know Jeff insane. was saying something about like five in a season. Mm-hmm. Four in a row is pretty it's insane, an elite right? Group of people oh, from God. the season of Survivor. I love it. Really quick shout out to Sheena123. He says, James, tell Susanna that she is looking beautiful tonight. <gasps> Thank you so much. And hello, Sheena123. Thank you for always tuning into our after show. We love your loyalty. Yes. Back at camp after the immunity challenge, Steven is talking about how the best move right now would be to take out Sierra. So this is kind of like the first time in like the previous episodes where Sierra's name is really being thrown out as a serious vote. It's interesting how, you know, two tribals ago, Kelly Wentworth, of the witches mm-hmm. was the kind witches. of like number one on the hit list. But now that Sierra is being more vocal, which we talked right. about before <laughs> in our after show, she became a quick target. Oh yeah. So Steven is, you know, kind of on the right page in the sense that Sierra is a very aggressive player. We saw it in blood versus water. She oh, yeah. is showing it now again in second chance, mm-hmm. very vocal about moves that need to be made. So it's intimidating Steven quite <laughs> a bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I can see it. He's, I mean, he's always kind of been scrambling from the get go. Even when he didn't need to be scrambling, he was. But now he's, you know, he's scared of people that were on the bottom. Really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like he, he causes a lot of the drama and the trouble in his own life. So. Sure. Well, yeah. Stephen is again talking about Sierra with Kimmy and Jeremy on the beach, talking about the pros of voting out Sierra. And Steven also mentions that he doesn't want to play his advantage too early in the game. He wants to play it later on, right. which kind of makes sense. It's like if you have an advantage like final six or five, exactly. well, you're more than likely going to secure your position in the game, even if you're on the bottom. So right. Steven's pretty smart about wanting to hold it close. Tasha, 
again, jumping on the bandwagon for Sierra. She's saying it's the Sierra show. She's having that private conversation with Spencer in the woods. Mm -hmm. It's the Sierra show. All she had to do was throw out Steven's name and then boom, apparently it's going to happen. She's like the godfather. (laughs) She unhinged several groups in this game, which again, great gameplay on Sierra's part. Why is no one talking about taking her out? Exactly. So the momentum is starting to pick up about Sierra being a number one target. Yeah. Joe is saying, I know Sierra is a liar. I know that she's playing everyone, but Steven is a bigger threat because of the advantage that he has in this game, which no one seems to know what it is. Right. So, toss-up going into Tribal Council. Steven's name has been thrown around. You know, Sierra's name has been thrown around. But Joe, too. But since he had immunity... It eh. didn't matter. Did per not usual. matter. Per usual. Going into Tribal Council, who did you think was going to be voted out? Because I did not think Sierra. I thought Fishback. Me too. <laughs> totally. Which, I mean, had, you know, had things gone... Because I, really, I wasn't expecting Jeremy to do what he did mm-hmm. at all. I didn't think it was a smart move, so no. totally thought it was Fishback. Yeah, let's talk Done about that deal. for a second. You're yeah. Jeremy. You have two hidden immunity idols <sighs> to your disposal, and you're at the final ten, you know Joe's going to be voted out eventually. Uh-huh. All you've talked about is the protection that Joe gives you because he's the bigger threat. Uh-huh. But the moment Joe goes, and let's say you give up both of your idols to people in your alliance. Right. Now you're screwed. Exactly. I just didn't understand why he played an idol on an ally. I get wanting to be loyal. Uh-huh. I understand it. But I don't understand. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't think it was smart at all. Like, what? why wouldn't you just hold on to those exactly. to the very end? That's such a for sure thing. Nobody even has kind of an idea that you have. You know, like, people knew Stephen had some sort of advantage, you mm-hmm. know? No one has any idea that you have these. And you t- could totally pull out one and then bust out the second one as even a hu- you know bigger surprise. Right. And then also playing it on someone else for me, I feel like it's sort of suspicious. I would totally be like, okay, you have an idol. Why the hell would you waste it right now on this person unless you, for whatever reason, feel super secure about something, you know? Right. So, like, I felt like it was a little giveaway. I just, I wasn't having it. I totally had so much more respect for Jeremy until this that point. Moment. Yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of our viewers <sighs> share your sentiment, Susanna, because Joseph Bosa says, I think Jeremy wasted that idol because he was safe with the other one he had. Yes, Joseph. Steven Sosa, Jeremy made a really stupid move. Be selfish and keep it for yourself. Such a waste. Mm-hmm. Sbeamer 77 that was the stupidest move Ever. So, yes. <laughs> Ever. I, yep. for a second, want to talk about Jeremy because I know a lot of people online are just singing Jeremy's praises to some extent about how he's the best player and he's playing a great game. <sighs> Let's have an open discussion about this for one second. Okay, yeah. As much as I love Jeremy, yes. I, I did vote him back into Second Chance. I'm a hu- I was a huge fan of his, of mm-hmm. his on Second uh, San Juan del Sur. Me too. I found myself rooting for him, and I really wanted him to take home the win on San Juan del Sur until he got voted out. So now that he's on Second Chance, the way I see it is that he's all always hiding. We've always only <laughs> heard him talk about how he's always hiding behind Joe. Yes. Joe is his defense. It's a good, you know, yeah, reflector. Yeah, Steven as a shield. And- <laughs> but my thing is, if Jeremy were that big of a physical threat and competitor, why are the other people not targeting him, him mm-hmm. when Joe wins immunity? Mm-hmm. I think just because Jeremy is a bigger guy, right. obviously he has muscles. Right. Doesn't mean he's necessarily the strongest. Oh, yeah. 
And I know that he's talked about downplaying his strengths. Mm-hmm. But if I recall in St. Juan del Sur, I don't remember him ever like really explaining anything that was so shockingly physical that I was like, wow, this guy is a strong physical threat. Exactly. It hasn't lined up to me to understand why people think he's playing the best game when all I've heard him say is, I'm hiding behind Joe. Mm-hmm. I need Joe to be in this game for as long as possible so it reflects the target on me. Mm-hmm. And now he has two idols. So I'm like, all he's doing is hiding behind three things right. to move forward in the game, which is great, but I consider that a floater. Yeah. No, I totally agree. He doesn't have the social game. I mean, he has a little bit of the social game, but he doesn't have like the physical game. The challenges aren't there for him, which I agree. He wasn't doing well his season. I mean, his original season. I think, I think where the... Not confusion, but where it gets hazy is that people love him as a person. Right. As a person, he's great. He's done a great job not telling people about, you know, the whole um, pregnancy thing, you know, that he has a baby on the way. I think, you know, like holding that out could could work for him. You know, maybe he uses that as his, like, selling point in his final, you know, stance. I think that's pretty smart. I think the way he thinks about, you know, um, looking for idols, like, looking for the second idol when he already had one. I thought that was a smart move. So he's done, like, choice things here and there, but do I see him as a huge threat? Do I see him as an alpha male? Do I see him as, like, someone deserving of a million dollars in Survivor? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. Cosby Show uh, 7 says that he uh, disagrees that Jeremy is being a floater. Jeremy is playing chess. S. Beamer 77 says, Jeremy has done nothing. He's lucky that he found those <laughs> idol and that Joe has so much power so that there's a lot of attention on Joe, so less on him. But that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm saying. If right. all the attention is on Joe, and then the moment Joe wins immunity and it knocks Joe out of the running to be voted out, right. if Jeremy was such a big threat, why is no one throwing Jeremy's name out there? Exactly. I think if people are throwing your name out there as a threat, you're obviously playing the game right. Right. If no one's talking about you as a threat or someone should be voted out, you're not playing the game enough to for me to think that you're playing a good game. No, yeah, totally. I totally agree. Which is why I feel like, I mean, I know people hate the, all the Joe love, because there's so much Joe love, and I love Joe, but I mean, really, like, Joe's the one that's being talked about. He's being targeted. He didn't get his immunity idol this, you know, whatever, the second episode that we're going to get into, and he still didn't get voted out, you know what I mean? Like, right. he's obviously starting to be very, I like he has this little, I mean, I know we're going to talk about it, but he has this little, like, moment where he is aware of his uh, lack of social game and his original original season so it's like man like that is what i see as a as a threat you know like exactly. that's exactly what you would think of as winning material or wentworth who's totally flying under the radar like no one's even talking about her Love these wentworth. how how both these episodes she was not talked about i know insane to me. that's what i'm saying they, she was a target two episodes ago yeah and then now she's still not a target yeah and did she so not, she's done a good job at like save sierra with an idol that no one knew about and like <sighs> no one no one's talking about her it was so good <sighs> Just one, two last things in the live chat that I'll say is for Cosby Show 7, Jeremy has found two idols, he's okay in challenges, and he has maintained control in the vote for the most part. Steven Sosa, Jeremy has been doing awesome with two idols, no target, and close relationships. Again, I'm not discrediting that. Having two idols is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, Using Joe as a defensive mechanism to not be a target, it's great, but it does not 
level out on the playing field with other people who I think are doing better at the game. Right. I think Jeremy does have good relationships in the game of Survivor, but he's not the one calling the shots. He waits for other people to throw names out there. Exactly. So Jeremy is like in a voting block, which is great, but he's not the one that's being like, I'm going to say this person needs to go. Right. Like tonight when someone threw out Steven's name, he goes, oh, Steven's going to go? Exactly. It's like Jeremy's not taking initiative. Yeah, he's, same I think he's a little too comfortable too. with all these protection things, so he's not right. playing the game. Right. Yeah. So that's I mean, why I think he's a floater. Exactly. Last episode, he was totally swayed by who? Steven, out of all people, right? Wasn't it Steven that swayed him and Spencer? Like, totally last minute. It's like, you're not, you know, sticking to your own, like, opinions and your own ideas. I don't know. I just, I wish he was stronger. Yeah. All right. Well, there we have it. Moving on. Before we move on to the next episode, I just want to remind all of you at home to rate, comment, and subscribe to AfterBuzz TV for all of your favorite after shows, including the Survivor After Show. Also, you see the thumbs up on the YouTube video. Make sure you give it a thumbs up and copy and paste the link to this video out on all of your social media platforms to share the wealth with all of your fans and friends who might also love the show Survivor as much as we do here. Yes. Especially after a great episode like this. Right? Yeah. All right, talking about the second episode tonight, it starts off with Steven talking about how he's a uh, survivor know-it-all. He did not know. He's like, I'm a survivor know-it-all, but last night is the first time I did not know it all. He had Mm -hmm. no idea that he was even being a target. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Steven just doesn't have it together. Yeah. (laughs) Steven's on the top of this feeling. uh, uh, He says, on top of this feeling of defeat that he has, his feet are swollen. He hasn't been sleeping or eating in days. He's completely <laughs> overwhelmed by everything. Poor, poor, <laughs> poor Steven. Steven. It was totally the Steven show. It was. Right? It was a lot of Steven Golly. That kind of transitions into the reward challenge, which is, again, a Survivor classic. It was Survivor, for- Survivor Folklore. Oh, it's kind I of a tongue twister yeah. there. Survivor Folklore about Cambodian history. There mm-hmm. was a series of five stations. They had to collect five medallions. At every station was a question based on the story that Jeff Probst told them. If they got the correct answer, they would unwrap a golden medallion. If it was the wrong answer, they would have gotten a wooden medallion and had mm-hmm. to go back and answer it correctly. Mm-hmm. I love these challenges because it is very old school. It yes. makes me think of Survivor Outback. Yes, yeah. I like these versus like just the standing there. We'll see who can stand the longest, you know? <laughs> yeah, I totally like this. And I loved the way they um, edited that quick little idol clue. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, I, I was like, did you guys catch, for a did you catch that? Right? Yeah, because I was, was like, so wait, good. they're putting an idol clue in one of the medallions. I was like, is yes, that, it was do they so need to subtle. do that? Do they need to show us that? Yes. It was just so quick. No one said anything. It didn't have any words. It was just such a, oh, so beautifully done. And the way they did it, like, uh, the way it was shot, like unwrapped, like how it unraveled itself. Oh, I loved it. So, so good. And I remember Survivor. when I saw that, I was like, Please let it be Kelly Wanwith. Please let it be Kelly Wanwith. Really? I wanted her to find it. Or Spencer. I wanted one of those two to I find wanted, it. Yeah, I kind of wanted it to be Spencer. Maybe, like, someone that you wouldn't expect. Like, Kimmy or Keith. You know what I mean? Like Kimmy someone... would have been... I would have been okay with Kimmy. Right. <laughs> but I thought Kimmy would have told everyone. So it yeah, would have kind of a true. pointless. I don't she would have been loyal <laughs> to a fault to Stephen and Jeremy. Everyone. She would have told that. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. Jeff yeah. announced that the winner of this reward challenge will be picked up by Chopper and taken to a local or a Cambodian resort mm-hmm. on another island where they will be served steaks, cocktails, and the mm-hmm. works. Very exciting. A lot at stake here because, again, everyone has been starving. They haven't mm-hmm. been eating in days. A lot at stake. 
The game starts to happen, and I'm thinking, who is going to find this hidden immunity idol clue? Right. Lo and behold, the way they, when Kelly Wentworth went up to one of the stations, mm-hmm. the way that they focused on the urn that she lifted up, I went, right. Oh, that, she's you got know? the idol Yeah, clue. you knew. She's got it. <laughs> and then when she gets back to her station oh, unravels God. it, when it right. fell to the ground, I went, oh, she yeah. needs to grab it. Don't let anyone else see it. I, I, I was I, worried I we were going to see it. I was hoping that Spencer it. saw it. Wait, was Spencer that was there? I think Spencer I, was right I, next oh to her. Oh my gosh, I was kind of hoping someone would have seen it so that way she would be forced into sharing that, you know? That would have been great. So good. Uh, but of so course, good. Kelly Wentworth got the clue and I was thinking, yes, girl, yes. yes. She's on my fantasy team. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Joe was terrible in this, when, which Jeff pointed out. He's like, thanks, man. <laughs> he needs, like, to, he needs to stick with the physical challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much there with the brains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, the winner of this challenge, actually, I shouldn't say of course, because I was kind of surprised and taken back by the winner, but yeah. it was none other than Stephen, Stephen. Fishback. Stephen Show. Stephen Show. Check it out. Again, I'm happy for him because he said, probably you can make a drinking game out of how many times he mentioned tonight. I haven't eaten in days. Yeah. I'm glad he's finally <laughs> getting to eat after winning this reward right? challenge. But Spencer made a really good point in one of his little private interviews. He hmm. said, the survivor know-it-all makes a very questionable yes. decision in choosing Jeremy and Tasha for the reward. I'm clearly not as close with them as I thought, and I need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank you, Spencer, for finally seeing that you're just kind of being played yeah. by all these people you think are working with mm-hmm. you. Spencer is a true student, though. You know, mm-hmm. he totally, he will dissect a decision into what that really means. Exactly. Like, you know, everyone else will probably, like, gloss it over. and It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Those are his, you know, buddies or whatever. Yeah, Spencer really took it to heart, sort of. <laughs> I was like, that's smart. His radar went off and ding, ding, ding. I got to do something about Dead. this. And that's when I was excited because I was like, all right, I'm ready to see some more from Spencer. Yes. Cannot wait. Which is now, now is the time for him to do that, you know? Exactly. Like, it, it made sense for him to kind of step back for a little bit. He was on, he was on the hot plate for a while when he was, um, I forgot which team was just losing for a while in the beginning of the season. But yeah, I mean, he kind of, was on the back burner, and now I think he's ready to play. So I'm excited. Do you for think it. Stephen made a really poor choice in choosing? Yes, yeah. I wrote, looked for like, what. I don't know if he caught what? it, but it looked like when Stephen was picking players to go with him to the reward, it looked like Jeremy, Jeremy was, was signaling upset. no. Oh, really? I don't know if anyone else caught that, but I got the vibe from Jeremy by his body language and some movement with his head or whatever. I did. See he was something. trying to like signal Stephen, like, "Don't pick me." Mm, I wasn't so. sure if it was a no or if that maybe he seemed kind of like upset that he picked Tasha. Maybe he thought he wasn't going to pick him after he just saved his butt in the last True. you know, in the last tribal council. So I thought maybe that's what it was. And I thought it was weird that he picked Tasha, not Kimmy. Yes, right? Because I would have assumed it would have been Kimmy and Jeremy going on the reward. Then. Exactly. But when he picked Tasha, I went, hmm. I think, I think because we think of Tasha as a bit more of a no, that's not true. Kim, Kimmy will open her mouth if she feels backstabbed or something. Right. But yeah, I was thinking Tasha might be more dangerous, but I don't know. Well, back at camp, mm-hmm. everyone is discussing the strong connection between Tasha, uh, Tasha and Jeremy and mm-hmm. Steven. Kimmy is obviously trying to make some sort of sweet excuse to why she wasn't chosen for the reward. Right. But Keith shuts that down real quick and said, you've got to be stupid not to see that those three yeah. are tight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, way to go, Keith. Keeping it real. Yep. He's aware, at least. <laughs> this is when we see the ninja moves once again from Kelly Wentworth when it came to the hidden immunity <sighs> idol. I don't know about you, but I was a little pissed Excuse yeah. my language. I was a little <laughs> pissed at how this all went down because 
Jeremy finding a, a hidden meaning out of clue, all he had to do was walk into the jungle late at night mm-hmm. and find a hidden immunity hanging from a clothesline right. in the middle of the jungle. Right. Not a lot of moments to be caught. Exactly. Because he, I remember him on the episode was talking about how, like, oh my gosh, you know, this is really tough. Everyone's up by the campfire tonight. I don't know how I'm going to sneak away. And I'm thinking, no one's going to think you're looking for a hidden immunity idol in the middle of the night. Right. So you have the opportunity to be like, I'm going to use the restroom. I'll be right back yeah. and get that <laughs> yeah. immunity idol. I just didn't feel like there was a really a lot of pressure on Jeremy trying to find that hidden immunity idol. Mm-hmm. But for Kelly, for when it Kelly. said that it was in the shelter underneath it, I went, oh, great. Right. I know. I was thinking that maybe she would have to crawl under while everyone was sleeping, you know, like a Jeremy move and have to go grab it. Like, what what are the chances that everyone would leave the shelter at one time exactly. when you're there? Like, that's impossible. So I just thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. I literally I feel you. was like, I'm going to call BS when I see it. <laughs> and that was just BS. Poor yeah. Kelly Wentworth. That was a stressful situation. Right. But uh, luckily for her. Joe, mm-hmm. Keith, and Spencer decide to go on a little, you know, bro trip to go fishing. <laughs> bro trip. Kimmy doing what she does best, finding clams mm-hmm. in the ocean. So it just leaves Wentworth and Abby and Maria. Abby, the annoying little sister. <laughs> That's what she was saying. <laughs> oh, it was great. It seems so casual. Do you want some coffee? She's like, no, I don't want coffee. And then she turns around and she's like making faces at her. She's like, really get out. <laughs> and, you know, Wentworth being so inside like just she's very observant and kind of has a good feel on people mm-hmm. she had an idea that if she were to lie down she was uh-huh. I was hoping that when Pretend I lie down in the shelter that Abby Maria would be like Ugh, and leave right because I feel like if Abby Maria is not being engaged by someone she's bored oh, she's, she's gonna, gonna go find, find ways else. to entertain herself <laughs> So, so awesome. Abby Maria left, and this is when I was like literally on the edge of my couch, going, "Oh my gosh, Ninja Wentworth! Yes, yes, yes!" yes. Crouching, getting down low, being all stealth-like. Yeah, again, I can't <sighs> believe no one caught her. You know what I mean? She's killing it this season, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, this is when this is when it sold it for me, especially when she was talking about like everyone starts to come back. How did no one catch her? It was stressing me it out. It seemed like, every, I mean, I don't know how much of this was editing, but it seemed like everyone was coming in at one time, I know, right? I kept thinking, it's editing, it's editing, it's editing. Because right. I was waiting for someone after the fact to be like, when we came back to camp, we saw Wentworth underneath Crouching the shelter. Down. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't happen, so I was like, it's got to be editing, but right. It made right. me, as a viewer, so, like, on the edge of my seat going, please Anxiety. don't get caught. Yeah. Please don't get caught. <laughs> Uh, or if you do get caught, who is it going to be? What does that do? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. We, uh, see, I, I think it was a little bit before the immunity challenge when everyone's kind of back at camp. And Abby's talking about how she's finding it really hard to trust the ones that are close to her. Mm-hmm. Joe and Spencer are very sketchy. I don't know if they're trying to play me. And I'm thinking, oh, sweetheart, you are delusional. Everyone's just using you for a vote. Yes, Nobody's playing you. That is exactly what I wrote. Ugh, no one cares about you, really. <laughs> you are not on anyone's mind. <laughs> like, no one's talking about you because everyone just wants to take you to the end for nothing. <laughs> You're not going to win. Vlats Plum Bob in the live chat goes, why was Kimmy wearing a snorkel looking for clams when she was like ankle level? (laughs) (laughs) I'm too fly. Jenkins says, James is hating on Jeremy. But yeah, he had to look for the idol. Kelly got luck. Hence, she had a harder, uh, got luck. Hence, she had a harder time getting hers than Jeremy did. Just to clarify, I'm too fly. Jenkins, I'm not hating on Jeremy. (laughs) Quite, quite, you know, a matter of fact is I really love Jeremy as a player. I mean, not as a player, as a person, as a person. to watch. 
but I haven't been impressed with his gameplay. That doesn't make me a hater. Right, It yeah. just gives me an opinion. Oh, gosh. But, but it, Abby, on the other hand. Right. <laughs> Abby. Don't even get I'm me okay started on Abby. the Abby I'm okay that I'm an Abby hater. I'm all right with that because I just can't. I can't listen to it anymore. No, 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 no. It's funny, but I can't. I can't. It's the wrong show, Abby. (laughs) Once the immunity challenge begins, Jeff does announce that uh, if Joe wins this, he'll be a part of an elite group of people. Only five people in the history of Survivor have won immunity this many times. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, if Joe wins this. No pressure. No surprise. Yeah. But I don't know about you. With the challenges for immunity, I'm kind of sick of it all being physical or endurance or... Mm-hmm. Something of this. Like, tonight was a little more fun to watch, but when it's, like, standing on a pole or balancing and holding a ball against another pole, it's just, right. like, it's kind of getting repetitive, the yeah. style of challenge. Yeah. Sure, the rules and the technique might be a little bit different, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's, in, it's kind of the same style. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of, it doesn't I know what you mean. I'm me tired excited. of, I, I'm, I enjoy the, like, over the endurance ones. I enjoy, like, the puzzles or, like, the folklore. I, I love the folklore one. I thought that was amazing. And, yeah, it was more old school, so I wish they would bring back some of those challenges, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the beginning of this, it looked like most of the women in the challenge were getting their bags down first. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, a, a girl's going to take this win. Yeah. And then everyone kind of got on the same playing field and started building their blocks. And I was like, okay, it's anyone's game now. Right. Who's going to win this? It was and a lot then of the guys that were doing well. All the guys Just started surprise. doing well. Yeah. And then when it came down to Joe and Spencer, I was like, okay, Joe and his Joe guy are yeah. going to come into play here. Right. He's going to do Joga. really well. But I was jumping up and down with joy when Spencer won the immunity. Who would have thought? He was the last to get his bag down, too. Yeah, and who would have thought that of all the people to Uh steal immunity from someone like Joy, Joy, Joy. Joe, who's been classified as the golden boy. Right. It was Spencer. And it was so Spencer. Gosh, (laughs) that core. It was so, so good. Yeah. So I was very excited. Way to mix it up. And that looked good on him. Mm-hmm. Immunity looks good on Spencer. But the moment Joe didn't win, I was worried. I was like, okay. Me too. I and think, he was worried too. I think that was the nail in Joe's coffin. Oh. But once everyone gets back to camp, names start circulating yet again. Yeah, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> and Kelly and Spencer start discussing about how they want Fish back out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Like, please, I want Fish back gone. But then the four, and by the four, I mean Tasha, Gimme, Steven, and Jeremy, who right. are a voting block, but come Apparently. on, we all know you are an alliance, right. are talking about how they want to take out Joe. This is the perfect opportunity to do so. Uh-huh. Yes, I kind of agree on that level that Joe is a very physical competitor. He seems like the perfect target to go. Yeah. But when you know someone has an advantage as well in the game, that's also equally as threatening. How do you weigh it out? Because exactly. eventually Joe can't keep winning immunity. Exactly. And tonight proved that. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, and, and yeah, a lot of the challenges today, we realize he's not great at every single challenge. You know what I mean? So once we get to, the, I mean, stuff like the folklore, you know what I mean? Just, you know, bring a challenge like that for immunity and he's not going to be great. So mm-hmm. I think once they realize what his weaknesses are, I think don't think they'll see him as much of a threat. But Steven, with an advantage, like, hello, you can bust that out at the last minute. And, I mean, he didn't. He didn't play it very smartly. But if he did, that would have been great for him. Right. And, of course, the one person that could have ruined all of the plans tonight, Abby Maria. Steven's like, she's insane. She's suspicious of me. (laughs) 
Abby Maria doesn't know what she's going to do. And I'm thinking, oh, Abby Maria, so like, funny. Kelly Wentworth is coming to Abby and uh-huh. saying, this is what we need to do. And Abby uh-huh. goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Abby, Kelly oh, has proven God. her loyalty to you time and time again uh-huh. and has never lied to you. Uh-huh. Why are you trying to argue with Kelly about I I have a really tough decision to make? Yeah, no, there's one so right awkward. decision. Stick with the people who have been loyal to you. Right. It was I like just a, want to shake Abby Maria. It was so <laughs> annoying. Like she cannot, she can't be pleased if it's not about her. If it's not exactly what she wants. If she doesn't feel a thousand percent comfortable, then she's gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna do the opposite of whatever everyone else is telling me, just to throw things off. You know, not necessarily because I think that's what should be done, but I just don't want to go with what they're telling me to do. You know, it's so annoying and in Mm -hmm. my mind it seemed like a vicious cycle like everyone was nervous because of Abby because she's crazy and then that made her nervous feeling off you know feeding off of everyone's energy like you know what's going on was it Steven Steven was like it seems like you don't believe me you know he straight up asked that of her and she's like yeah like you know I'm getting this weird feeling but I'm like oh my god this is just going in circles it's annoying Totally. Didn't like it. Oh, Abby Maria. Oh, Abby. Why are you still here? <laughs> How? How are you still here? But after the conversation she had with Kelly, Kelly's like, if no one sticks with the fishback plan, the idol is coming out. And oh. I remember looking at my TV and going, if you pull a Jeremy and right. you play that idol tonight on Joe, I'm going to be very disappointed. I would have cried. Because I for a second thought that she was thinking, okay, well, you know, in order to have the cards fall in my yeah. favor, I'm going to have to use this idol on Joe. That's what I thought, too. I was like, seriously? <sighs> even even if you still had your other idol, I wouldn't think that that's a smart idea. But mm-hmm. you don't even have your other idol, and you want to get rid of this one that you just found? Nah. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, I think this is when we start to see kind of plans unravel for Fishback, because he, Spencer, mm-hmm. got Fishback to reveal what his advantage was prior to Tribal Council. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh my god, you just told Spencer, and Spencer goes, you know, now that I found this out, mm-hmm. it could destroy everything. Yeah. So it gives people more of, like, a push to want to get rid of Steven. Exactly. So I think it kind of just, like, solidified Spencer's feeling on Fishback having to go. Right. Yeah. Why would Fish... Just so many poor decisions on his part, I feel like. I mean, even Fishback telling Jeremy and Tasha about his advantage. Why would you do that? I I wouldn't have done that. I would have held on to that until the very last moment and, you know, like, blindsided everyone with that. Mm-hmm. But no, he wants to use it. He was probably all excited about it. <laughs> he wants to tell everyone what he has, you know? Maybe that's what it was. <sighs> or he think that he thought that this is a moment to finally get out his golden boy threat, or yeah. crush, rather. <laughs> his crush. His crush. His golden boy crush. Oh, of course, man. at Tribal Council, Jeff addresses alliances versus voting blocks, because mm-hmm. it's been kind of a topic of conversation over the last few Tribal Councils. And Tasha kind of says, you know, I'll be candid. I think there's a shift starting to happen. And I was thinking, I thought there was always alliances. But now, that the, now we're, because there's fewer numbers, we're right. able to see where those alliances right. lie. That's true. Yeah, because before I was kind of like, wait, who's with who and what? What? But yeah, you're right. Since it's now a smaller tribe, you can totally see where the lines are. And everyone's being pretty flip-floppy, in my opinion. Like, I, I can't totally tell where, you know, trust is being given and who's being real with who. 
Mm-hmm. It's like free for all for me. <laughs> I can't. Then Abby's talking about how there's been a lot of talk. Names have been thrown all over the place. And I really thought for a second Abby was going to like throw out some of those names. Yeah, and I was right? like, oh, please, Abby, please, please, please. <sighs> I think with Abby, the reason why she's always like indecisive about the votes is because she wants to be the center of attention. Yeah. I think yes. she craves it. And knowing exactly. that when she's the most important person in the room with the vote, right. she feeds off that attention. Yeah. And, and when like, it's not her, she wants her to ego. say, oh, well, maybe I, you know, maybe I need to make a different decision mm-hmm. just because of that. How immature is that? Agreed. Moments before the vote, Stephen goes, Jeff, I'd like to play my advantage. I'd like to steal someone's vote and vote for them instead, which I believe is a first in Survivor history. And I was really? Thinking, Did you need to Stephen is getting that? a little too smug. And then Probst is like, um, who do you, what do you, who are you going to use it on? He's like, I would like to use it on Joe. And I was yeah. like, ew. Yeah. Gross. Like, but of course, really? Joe, being a class act, didn't get really all pissy about it. He was just kind of like, meh. He played the game. it. Yes. He played it so well. Very classy. And then when people voted, Stephen goes, it's been 29 days and I just want to marinate in this. Yeah. Oh, God. So He's like, I would like to use Joe's vote for Joe. So smug. And dumb, right? I mean, I wouldn't have done that, really. Use one for Abby and one for Joe. How effective is that? He should have put both votes. It's like, if you want Joe gone so so badly, put both votes on Joe. exactly. That's the whole point of the advantage. If you were going to split your vote, you should have just let someone else do it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, dumb. Dumb. So I thought tonight's tribal council was beautiful and very poetic. I was Mm -hmm. totally obsessed. I did not like how smug Fishback was. And Mm -hmm. I think that he totally got what he deserved. And for once, I will sing Abby Maria's praises. Yeah. Finally, for the first time on our after show, I'm going to say Abby Maria did something right. Right. Although, did you notice after the vote out, Abby looked all mad afterwards. She was like, "Ugh, people still voted for me." Did you see that? I know. I kind of noticed. Like, her get face. over yourself. She totally seemed a little grumpy. Like, because of course she's going to go back just like she did to Woo and be like, "I can't believe you voted for me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calm down, girl. We. Uh... I, I just think that Fishback, the reason why it was so poetic tonight is I think that Fishback got what he deserved mm-hmm. because he's been so fixated on his obsession over Joe and that was his ultimate downfall. Mm-hmm. So once again, the golden boy got him. Yep. The golden boy Stop got him. Stop obsessing over it. So poor Fishback. Oh, man. Now he can go take care of his gastrointestinal <laughs> distress. distress. <laughs> Can't wait to go watch Ponderosa videos to see how Hashtag he's doing with that. that. <laughs> My favorite tweet tonight was from Stephanie at Ortiz Ortiz. I'm so happy right now. Yep, that 33% was going to be blindside. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Goodbye, fishback. <laughs> Real quick before we wrap things up, let's just touch base with our fantasy league teams because a lot has changed after two tribal councils tonight. Wow, Susanna. Yeah. You lost Sierra. I did tonight. lose Sierra. And she was actually one of my stronger, you know, social players. I mean, I didn't think she was going to, I mean, I'm, I don't totally know that any of my team is going to win, but I thought she was, you know, going to make it towards the end, at least with her conniving ways. But, yep, that was her downfall. I guess I just have Keith, who's obviously just there for entertainment, not a winner, but a goat, so he could make it still pretty far. And Joe, who, I don't know, one more loss and might be the end of Joe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
You're then, killing it. Well, Paige, really quick, Steven, <laughs> by Steven. Um, but I think Paige is doing pretty well with the two that she has. So I think Jeremy and Tasha, again, are in it for a while. Yeah. I don't see them going home anytime soon. Although I soon. look at both of them differently now, right? I used to look up at them yes. and be like, oh, perfect. She still has really great people. Now I'm kind of like, mm, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> but you... I, on the other hand, <laughs> I am so impressed with my team. I think I made a really good call at trading out one of my eliminated players, Jeff right. Varner, for Abby Maria. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, <laughs> she's, still <there. laughs> she's still there. Kimmy, I think, is doing well because she did position herself within a really strong alliance. Right. And so Kimmy's kind of off everyone's radar. So Kimmy, I think, is going to do really well. I am so impressed, and this is what I'm going to sing praises on, Mm. Kelly Wentworth. I know that she had a lot of hate prior to even going into this season. A lot of people did not think that she deserved a second chance. A lot of people thought that she stole certain, you know, women's chance at a second chance in the vote. But you know what? Kelly Wentworth is here to play. She's fighting her ass off mm-hmm. in the second chance, really seizing the the idea behind a second chance. Right. And I hope that she's proving to all of the fans that she deserved this. No, she totally And does. she is, I think, surpassing everyone's expectations. She's totally. killing it. She's done really great with the Hidden Immunity Idols. She's been at the bottom, but seems to somehow manage a way to get to the top or somewhere in the middle ground to not be a target anymore. So I think Wentworth, in my opinion, is the one that's most deserving to win at this point. And Spencer, I I love, I think we have a lot more fight to see in our dear old Spencer blood. So, so Kelly, I think is my number one pick to win right now. Uh, I think I have to agree. (laughs) Yeah. Chicken dinner. She's, she's going to, yeah, I think she's killing it. I mean, once we get to tribe, the final tribal, she's going to have the, best, you know, resume. Sto- exactly. Yeah. The best story to give, especially once she starts telling people about how she got her hidden immunity idols. Like really, you know what I mean? Like that's going to be a killer story. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. <sighs> well, it'll be exciting to see what happens next week. Yes. All right. Well, that wraps up our after show. We won't do predictions because as we know every week, it's unpredictable and it's a blind side. So why even bother? Right. Susanna, where can everyone find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Susanna underscore Kim. Follow me on Instagram at Susanna Kim. And you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at James.Wallington. And we will see you guys next Wednesday here on AfterBuzzTV.com and hope you all have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.